The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Ronan McGreevy from the Irish Times, uh, he was there as well in Ballina. Uh, Ronan, I, I know though you have a really interesting piece. Uh, uh, up on the Irish Times uh, website today is where I was reading it about some of the coverage that this is getting, this visit uh, yeah. is getting in the UK. and Not all of it effusive praise, I understand. No, no, not all of it is praise. So what what are they saying about us? Well, um, not a very, lot of very nice things. Um, I would draw your attention to uh, a cartoon which uh, the, the Times published, which was uh, a picture of uh, Joe Biden uh, 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 dressed as a leprechaun, drinking a pint of Guinness, uh, dancing a jig. You know every um, every stereotype you could think of. And then there's uh, there's quite a lot of jealousy, I think, in the British media about the fact that uh, Joe Biden is spending four days in Ireland and he's not coming to the um, coronation of King Charles the uh, third. Um, he one of the con- contributors uh, who's a Brexiteer in Ireland, saying that uh, his decision not to attend the coronation is not an issue of advancing age difficulty scheduling or unwillingness to spend time away from pressing domestic issues at home is a deliberate snub of the royal family, and he calls him a petty and at times vindictive president. And this is the tone of um, a lot of the coverage stating that, you know, Biden is there for mercenary reasons, which is uh, to get the Irish-American vote and with the night to the next election. Mm. Well, uh, uh, petty and vindictive, as you said, uh, I think that appeared in the Telegraph, uh, pernicious and self-indulgent uh, in The Spectator. Brendan O'Neill is the chief uh, political writer with uh, Spite Online. Brendan, wh- why are people in the UK so unhappy with Joe Biden's holidays in Ireland? Well, I'm so sorry that we are daring to criticise the most powerful man in the world, the, 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 uh, an imperialist who regularly interferes in the affairs of smaller nations. How uppity of us. Why shouldn't we criticise the President of the United States for anything that he does? That would be my question. And I think the point that I just heard being made, it really, is why hasn't the British press been as fawning over the President of the United States as the Irish press has? You could easily turn that question around. And ask why, why does the, the British Irish press care what he no, says about why, Ireland? I understand why you care about the president. Why do you care what he says about Ireland? We care about it enormously because we care about Ireland. Lots of British people care about Ireland, including people like me whose parents come from Ireland. There are many, many of us in the UK. But also because um, he was talking a lot about Brexit, not just about Ireland, but about the future of Northern Ireland about the uh, Windsor framework, which is a British EU deal, about why it should be accepted, why it should be implemented. All of those things have a huge impact on the future of Britain. And so, therefore, I think it's legitimate for British commentators to talk about that. But I I really think we should turn the question around and ask why the Irish elites, the Dublin Four set, the Irish media, why they've been so fawning over Biden and so unwilling to criticise him. That would be, uh, I think, a more pertinent question. Uh, Dollar bills, is that not the obvious answer? (laughs) It could be dollar bills. I I do worry sometimes. I I think the word could is doing a lot of heavy lifting there. It's dollar bills. I mean, and people are pretty open about that here. But I, I did make this point in my in my spiked column about Biden's visit that I do think that I, I am concerned as someone who uh, loves Ireland deeply and goes there all the time. I am concerned that Ireland now finds itself caught between American capital on one side and, and European 
patronage on the other. And I fear that it's losing its independence. I fear that Ireland is becoming, is finding itself squeezed between these two great powers. And as a consequence, it's not quite the independent nation that it fought to be a hundred years ago. So those things do concern me. And I, that's why I'm worried in particular about the Irish media's uh, rather fawning treatment of Biden. Yeah, I listen, I, I, in the same way that I'm kind of painting broad brushstrokes with the British media, I'd, I'd, I'd accuse you of doing the same thing. I mean, there's plenty of critical coverage. There's been plenty of critical coverage on this station and on this show uh, of the kind of twee nature of of some of this and the company maidens and the dancing at the crossroads. Uh, so it is happening. But again, I mean, the reason the car- red carpet is rolled out to such a degree is down to the foreign direct investment success story in Ireland to a large degree over the last 15, 20 years. I expect that's true, but I also think, uh, I, uh, and this is a very controversial point, and I get so much flack every time I say it, but I do think the establishment in, in Dublin, I think they, they, they're antagonised by Brexit Britain. They don't like the fact that British voters voted to leave the EU and they do appreciate it either when Brussels or Washington uh, say things that that put pressure on Brexit Britain. So I think there are sections of the political establishment in Ireland that appreciated Biden's visit, firstly because of the dollars, as you say, but also because they are keen on sidelining Brexit Britain or weakening us or making sure that we don't do a so-called hard Brexit, as they refer to it. So there's politics here as well. There's geopolitics. And it is legitimate, I think, for people to talk about that and to criticise aspects. I think you're you're probably partly right. Um, I mean... I don't think people here generally and certainly the elites in Dublin 4 as you described them don't want a hard Brexit. I don't think they want to see a weakened Britain though, those same elites because again, to go back to dollar bills or pound signs uh, they know that a booming UK economy is only good for Ireland. But I do think something very ironic has happened in the Anglo-Irish relationship. It, It used to be Britain that looked down its nose at the Irish people and thought that they weren't quite cut out for independence or democracy. We had that imperial snobbery that Britain heaped on Ireland for centuries, as everyone is well aware. I I now think we're seeing the inverse of that. And I do meet Irish journalists and Irish politicians who now take a similar view of British people. You know, the Fintan O'Toole's of the world who look upon the golf club bores and, and, and the gammon who voted for Brexit in the UK. And it, it does seem like an inversion of the imperial relationship that used to exist in the past. Ah, and I, I'm so not sure. We're getting to it here. So is, is that why some of your colleagues are taking this so badly? Because they're incapable of looking down their nose anymore. They may well be, but for me, that that could be true. And I, actually, I'm sure that is true in some of the old-fashioned Tory press. I'm sure some of them probably do still think of the Irish as, you know, our, our inferior cousins. I think there's probably an element of that. For me, my concern is that I believe in equality between nations, and I believe in the independence of nations. So when I see Ireland being, in my view, slightly bossed around by Brussels and Washington. That's my view. I find that concerning for Irish independence. And when I see Britain being told that there are certain things you shouldn't do in relation to Brexit, otherwise America won't trade with you, then I get worried by that as well. I don't like external pressure on independent countries. I I think what some people find fascinating is just the level of fascination full stop as well. I mean, there'll be a state visit from Biden to the UK and There'll be all, you know, special relationship this and Churchill that and 
Pilgrim Fathers and Plymouth Rock and he'll have the whole bingo card there in the same way he has the bingo card here. Now, we might not be the same kind of effusive praise for his homeland, as he calls it, uh, that you have in Ireland. But I don't I don't suspect anybody in Ireland will have their noses put out of joint by it. Yeah, you're probably right there. I, I, I don't accept the idea that I've seen in the British press that, that Biden is anti-British. I think that is a, that's a knee-jerk victim politics view of his trip to Ireland. I think people have gone way overboard on okay. that. I do think he's, I think he's anti-Brexit. He's made that pretty clear, but I don't think he's anti-British. But I think the, the point is, and if you look at the cartoon in the Times that's causing so much controversy, the Peter Brooks cartoon, I don't understand why that's so controversial. It seems clear to me that that cartoon is making fun of Biden's claims to Irishness, not making fun of Irish people. It's caricaturing Biden's caricature of Ireland. And I think that's that's a very legitimate thing to do. It's not an anti-Irish cartoon. It's not racist. And I do think there's an element of sensitivity amongst the Irish commentariat in relation to things like that. Yeah, well, I, I, you know what? I'm actually with you on that. I would uh, wager that uh, the great swathes of this country don't really care for the cartoon. One or the other, the pearl clutching online is performative, uh, I think, as it so often is, uh, online pearl clutching. Mary Kenny is with us as well, uh, Brendan the writer and journalist. Mary, what do you make of this coverage? Well, I mean, I think you you do really have to look at history and you can see that, you know, the special relationship between London and Washington was very powerful. And, you know, Churchill did have a very strong relationship with FDR, where with Roosevelt, and Roosevelt wouldn't even see the Irish envoys. The Irish had no clout whatsoever in Washington up to 1960. Uh, and uh, remember, you know, when uh, when Kennedy was campaigning to be uh, president in 1960, there was huge objection to the fact that he was a Catholic. Uh, and uh, the Wasps, the old white Anglo-Saxon Protestants who ruled, uh, you know, the the establishment in America at the time, were going around saying that Kennedy would be on the telephone to the Vatican every day to get his orders. You know, Mm. little did they know of Jack Kennedy, it seems. But uh, so you have that background where Britain and America and you had, uh, uh, you still have a very strong uh, relationship in in terms of intelligence, in terms of military alliance and, uh, and so on. And so therefore, I suppose people, you know, the common, the, the, the British press has been a bit chippy, I think, about, and a little bit ungenerous, really, about Joe Biden going to Ireland, which, and he does have a strong feeling for Mayo and for County Louth, and indeed, yeah. you know, for uh, places like Knock. He does have a reverence for places like that, and I think they could be a little bit more generous in acknowledging that, but it is definitely a shows a sort of shift. Irish foreign affairs have played a very, very steady game since the 1960s in building up relationships with Washington, in using soft power, and in using the Irish American and Irish Catholic vote in the States. And I think that that's, that's very canny of them. And they have used uh, Blarney, if you like, and the, you know, the, the, the shamrock on St. Patrick's Day is all part of that scenario. Mm. But, you know, uh, it, it creates goodwill, it creates trade. And I think, you know, why rain on people's parade? Why not celebrate? I mean, your reports have been lovely about Joe Biden in, in Mayo, and I think people should be more generous. I, you know, we, the likes of GB News talking about, re- repeatedly talking about Joe Biden's immense hatred for the UK. Now, Brendan was quite clear, like he doesn't agree with that. That's absolute hyperbole. Do you take Brendan's point, though, that 
some of the coverage here is guilty of the same thing, but in the wrong, the opposite direction. That it, it's not critical enough. It's too fawning. Well, there is, uh, let's face it, there's lots of plumoff, you know, going on for sure. And the Irish media in general is very uh, supportive of the Democratic Party in the United States and very opposed to the Republican Party, uh, uh, as we can see. Uh, so, I mean, the, that uh, context is there as well. But I think a visit like this, which involves um, sentimental feelings, if you like, and feelings of attachment. Uh, and, I mean, Joe Biden's mother w- was obviously a strong Irish nationalist. I think he is a bit anti-British, probably. You know, he has made snarky remarks every now and then. But I think the Brits should be big enough to take that and and, and to say, well, you know, he's an Irish-American and that's okay. Uh, and, uh, I mean, let Ireland celebrate. But, of course, it's because it's a visit uh, and it's a family visit and, and you know, people want to extend the Cape Mila Falcher, um it's it, the tone is different from as uh, from uh, if it were for example you know uh, really all hard politics all the time and when when we go back to hard politics there should be critical assessment and there should be critical views mm. i mean a lot of irish catholics are privately critical of joe biden on issues like abortion and uh, transgender rights and they feel he's too left wing on these issues you know so that, i mean that will return again because that's these are sort of ongoing uh, uh, dialogues but because it's a good humored thing i mean i think I think that uh, Arlene Foster was very upset that uh, uh, that when he was in Northern Ireland, he didn't fly the Union flag along with the Stars and Stripes. Um, and maybe the American uh, uh, contingent could have been a little bit tactful there and flo- flown some sort of uh, Northern Ireland symbol, you know, on on the big beast yeah, car. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, so yeah, you'll never, you'll never, you'll never keep people in the six counties happy when it comes to flags. Maybe that's the attitude they talk one way or the other. Anyway, Mary, listen, it's always interesting. And Brendan, likewise, thanks a million for joining us. Mary Kenny, the writer and journalist. Brendan O'Neill, chief political writer with Spiked Online. We also heard from Ronan McGreevy, the Irish Times journalist who is in Ballina. The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.